Hey guys, welcome to Weeds, Seeds, and Beautiful Things, a podcast about how to get through life and find God in every season. Today I want to talk a little bit about two things, jealousy and redemption. I want to start off by saying from my own experience of losing three children pretty close together in a two-year span, I and also not being able to have more children because we did IVF and that was kind of all of the the embryos or babies that we had. So that was devastating um, because I felt so sure at the time that that was what God was going to do in our lives. He had opened up all the doors and he had walked me and my husband through the process of, you know, agreeing together to do this. And then he had brought um, all of the finances that we needed from the most incredible places to set us up to be able to do IVF. And then during that process, we had four little embryos that were successful and we implanted two and we froze the other two for a later date. And I got pregnant with twins with our first cycle of IVF and everything was going perfectly um, until I got preeclampsia at about 32 weeks and I was hospitalized. And then after my son was born, uh, my son and daughter, uh, 16 hours later, he died and it was a very horrific evening. Um, I was present when he was dying. It was very traumatic. I suffered greatly for a long time over that evening, but I still felt like this sense of, okay, well, this is terrible, but I still have my two other babies that the Lord has promised me. And so fast forward, we waited about a year and then we went back and tried to get pregnant with our um, next embryo. And that baby we called Baby C. And Baby C, um, I miscarried. And I got to carry Baby C for almost 10 weeks. And then I miscarried and that was just tragic. And I was just crumbling under the weight of why would this happen? And just the absolute devastation that I felt. And then we tried to get pregnant a few months later with our last embryo, which was baby D. And I miscarried. I wasn't even four weeks along and I miscarried with my sweet baby D. And so that's what sparked my jealousy because I was an infertile woman to begin with. And then the Lord had answered my prayer and he had guided me along a very uh, intense but very obvious uh, pathway that he was in charge of. And he was opening up all these doors and got us to, you know, be able to have the finances and to come in to the procedure. And then we even walked away with four embryos. And so in my mind, God had made it plain that 
his promise was to give us these children that he had allowed my body to create and allowed the finances to be given to allow us to be able to do the procedures. And so when we lost baby after baby, it was so devastating. It was just like nothing made sense. It was not even like I was trying necessarily to figure things out. It was just agony upon agony and pressure upon pressure and sadness upon sadness. And I sunk really low and grief does that to you. Grief is its own, uh, almost like its own entity. It does its own thing. It's not to be, you know, really controlled very much. And in the process of dealing with that, uh, the same time that I lost my last baby, my sister got pregnant. And so her due date is actually coming up here and her due date should be right around the time that I was to have my baby. And that is one of the things that caused me a great deal of jealousy. And when I speak of jealousy, I speak of being a woman that couldn't have children on her own then was given the opportunity to have children. It didn't work out and she lost her baby. And so now when she looks around at other women who are successfully pregnant and are getting to be pregnant or hold those precious babies and have the parties and have the, you know, just the affection and the blessing of getting to be a pregnant mama and, a, and very soon a mama with a baby. That causes me to feel like I wanted that. And why do they get it, but I don't get it? And, you know, that pulls us into the second topic that I wanted to discuss because jealousy and redemption kind of go hand in hand. Because when do we get jealous? We get jealous when God says no to something that we thought he was bringing his hand of redemption into our life. So for me, even when we lost Jeremiah, I had hope because I had C and D. But when I lost C and God's redemptive hand wasn't on that baby's life, then I felt terrible, but I had D. And then when I lost D, it was just kind of like, Lord, this was something that I thought you were going to redeem. You were going to redeem my loss. You were going to bless my womb again and allow me to have another baby. And so what do we do with that? When, when God says something so different and does something so different than what we think should happen. Well, this is what I have slowly learned and maybe it will be helpful to you and maybe it won't. Take whatever parts of what I'm saying seem like something that would be good for you to try and disregard whatever doesn't seem very useful to you. But I remember sitting in the doctor's office with Eden for one of her checkups. Eden is our miracle daughter that we got to keep. And I was sitting there in the office holding this baby, this very, very tiny, tiny girl, she was three pounds, nine ounces when she was born. And I remember just 
beginning to have tears falling down my cheeks. And I was telling the Lord, you said you would protect me. You said you would protect me. And you let my baby die. You didn't protect me. And I so clearly remember him speaking to my spirit. And he said, daughter, I love you. And I did protect you. Your view of protection is comfort driven. And it is not my view of protection. My view of protection is to create you into the woman that I know and I have made you to be no matter what the cost. And that just kind of broke my heart. And I saw for the first time that maybe there was more to this than just God not giving us the children that we wanted. Maybe something else was being worked out in the heavenlies, good that I couldn't see yet. And so I clung on to that. But the loss of the babies produced in me jealousy because other women were pregnant. Other women were celebrating. And all of that bothered me. And I thought the Lord was going to bring my redemption through giving me children. But instead, I lost my children while other women continued to get pregnant. And so what I what I what I learned and what I want you to keep in mind is that redemption in our minds is often this picture of the wrong being made right. But with God, sometimes redemption takes the form of a wrong being made wronger so that this ultimate and beautiful right can exist out of that at some point in time. And so, yes, sometimes with God, the answers to our prayers are no, because if you were to say yes, that would be it. We would get what we wanted and we would go on and we would not have this pressured, seeking desperation to find God and to find out what he's doing and how he's working and to spend time with him. So his no's don't mean that he's not going to answer in the way that you desire at some point. It means that he is telling you no, not to immediate comfort and deliverance right now because I have more for you in store. Is it painful? Yes. Is it long? Yes. Is it something that you probably would rather bypass in your human state? Yes. But I promise you that when God says no, better is waiting. And really the whole walk of the Christian life, my friends, is to follow after God. So when we start thinking that we have got to get all of our prayers answered and that we're owed this or that this needs to come or this needs to be fixed. We're not seeking God anymore. We are seeking blessings and healings and miracles and provisions. None of those things are bad on their own, but when they take the place of who we're following, which should be God, 
then we've got a, an issue. So when we don't get our prayers answered and we see those prayers being lived out in other people's lives, we tend to get jealous. And jealousy takes the form of, of course, wanting what others have, but it also takes the on the appearance of self-pity. That should have been mine. Things don't work out for me. I've tried for so long. I should just give up now, etc., etc. When really, jealousy is one of those traps and those lies that we fall into, and it has no place in our life because God's blessing on another person has nothing to do with the lack of blessing He's He's giving you because you aren't lacking. If you don't have what you're crying out for right now, that doesn't mean you're lacking. It means that God is working in your life differently than he is in Susie's life over here that's pregnant. And God can bless whoever he blesses in whatever way he blesses. And you don't know, maybe this dark night that you are in, is going to produce an unimaginable blessing. But your responsibility is to hold on and to have radical faith. And radical faith is a decision to stand firm on what you know about God. You know he is good. You know that you are loved. You know that you are protected. And you know that he is working on your behalf. Sit back and think about what God has done for you in the past when you are overwhelmed with how bad things seem in the moment. When we feel jealous, we have to do something about that because it is a sin. God can bless whoever he wants to bless. And just because he's blessing somebody with pregnancy doesn't mean that he's not blessing you because sometimes brokenness is potential in disguise and the same is true with our dark dark nights and our crises sometimes those are the biggest miracles and blessings in disguise we must hold on and we must remember that we are choosing to follow God and anything we get outside of the precious relationship with Jesus is a blessing. It's not the source of our relationship. We don't seek the blessing and seek the miracles. We seek the God of the universe. And when we do that, we often find ourselves in difficult times. The way that I combat jealousy is I run at it. I run straight at it. Ever since I've lost my two precious babies through miscarriage and my son 16 hours after birth, I go to every baby shower I can go to. If I am invited, I go. I pray over those babies. I pray over those mamas. I bring gifts and cards and meals. I support them in any way I can. And why am I doing that? I'm doing it for multiple reasons, but the first one is, is if you don't starve jealousy, it will take over your life. And then how could God ever bless you? And why would he ever want to give you another child when he has chosen to bless you through the suffering 
and you have chosen to stand your foot down and say, I'm not doing that, and I'm going to be jealous of this person, then why would we, you expect God would want to give you a precious gift at a later date? And so jealousy, when we face it head on, that's the first thing that it does is it starves our old sinful nature and it keeps us right with the Lord. And when we are right with the Lord, then we can see clearly what we need to address and have healed in our own lives and hearts. And something supernatural happens. When the thing that makes you afraid or the thing that makes you jealous or the thing that makes you angry, when you run at it and you meet it with the opposite, if you are angry at something or someone and you run at that situation, you get involved and you be loving, something supernatural happens in your spirit. If you are jealous and you go and you support and pray and praise and encourage a mama that gets to be pregnant, Something spiritual happens. You are strengthened in ways that you will never be able to know and I really can't adequately describe. When we follow God, there is blessing upon blessing upon blessing. And just because you've lost a child now does not mean that God will not provide a child for you down the road. What it means is he has chosen you. He has given you an opportunity to learn more about yourself and find deeper healing and learn more about him and find deeper relationship. You know what you need to do. It's the same thing that we all need to do. You stand firm on the facts you know about God. You think and meditate on his promises and you refuse to give in to jealousy because of other things people have that you wanted. Because maybe they're not yours for a season, but your season will come. And if you stand faithful when God says no, he will desire and he will reap rich blessing on you. That's just a promise of God's word. The problem is, is that us Christians, we get so entitled and thinking that God owes us this and that this should happen and this is the way it's going to turn out. And then when it doesn't and it's very painful, we throw our fists up in the air and we quit. We must fight through this. Fight through the fear and the anxiety and the jealousy and the frustration when God does different than you think he should have done. Giving your heart back over to him. Watch what he'll do. He will open up the storehouses of heaven and rain down blessing and peace and mercy on you. And at some point this season, if you are faithful, you will come out on the other side. And not only that, you will come out and you will be blessed and you will be spiritually strengthened and you will be intimately deeper in relationship with God Almighty. What a testimony that would be. Be encouraged wherever you're at, whatever you're struggling with. Stand on radical faith. Refuse to give up. Refuse to give in. Claim the truth and the promises God has spoken to you over your life. 
and put one foot in front of the other. Thanks for dropping by. I'll see you next time.